football is back we are back the beautiful game we love so much is back on our screens it's back on our airwaves it's everywhere you look the premier league is back the fa cup la liga the copa del rey the uefa champions league the uefa europa league the uefa conference league uh, it's gonna be a frenetic end to the season right now we are in the business end of the season what a 2022 we're having so far the african cup of nations has been on point our what frenetic actions has been going on right there you know the transfer window like they always say nothing happens in january but what a window we had this year what a fantastic window the final parts of the season is gonna be on point teams were able to recruit certain teams were not some teams found it difficult to get players in but it's all locked in and loaded right now it's like this till the end of the season series of games series of competitions will begin to go week in week out well i like to say welcome to the locker room podcast i'm your host rose of views this is the locker room podcast with rose of views if you're listening right now i'd like to say huge thumbs up i'd like to say happy new year to you guys it's the first official episode of the year uh if you've been listening since we started last year, you guys are the real MVPs. I'd like to say shoot thumbs up to you guys. And if you're listening right now for the very first time, I'd like to say welcome to the show once again. Happy New Year to you two right here. It's all about the beautiful game of football. All the talking points, every single story that we have to tell, all the actions, everything we are looking forward to and the analysis of what happens from week in to week out. It's all about football stay right here on the show it promises to be a great time on the show what a 2022 we're having what what a new year what what a way to start the year you know it started all with the african cup of nations in cameroon what a fantastic tournament you know the um, the the smaller nations so to say put on a show for us it's been an amazing tournament it's been a tournament like no other it's been a while we saw smaller nations you know the likes of burkina faso you know equatorial guinea tunisia fantastic football they played they took the game to the big boys you know the likes of ghana nigeria um, um ivory coast you know all crashing out even the defending champions crashing out in the group stage in an african tournament it's 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 just been surreal so far it's been an amazing amazing tournament and what a way to to caption the tournament it's mohammed salah against sadio mane it's egypt against senegal or senegal against egypt whatever way you want it's uh, a liverpool game every liverpool fan will be locked and loaded to the screens to see what happens on the day both players actually actually deserve to be in the final um egypt started a little bit lackluster you know even um senegal themselves Found it difficult to get a couple of uh, get their game going, but soon as they got their game going, it was game after game, win after win, and here they are in the finals. Unfortunate for um the host Cameroon, uh well it was not to be fantastic campaign for them. They were by far the strongest team in the side. You know Carl Tokwe Kambi 
and uh, Vincent Abubakar. Fantastic, fantastic tournament. About 10 goals. Um, 10 goals between both of them. It's been a fantastic, fantastic tournament for them. I think um, regardless of whoever wins um, the tournament, be it Senegal or Egypt, I think um, the player of the tournament has to be no other person than um, Vincent Abubakar. What a fantastic fantastic campaign is had from the first game up until the final game unfortunately for them they could not um, um surpass the obstacle that was the egyptians but um fair game for them fair game for them and, and i have to say um the 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 stadiums the facilities were 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 better such an improvement from the african perspective um the stadium in yaoundé was good the stadium in Olimbe was good um the garua stadium fantastic fantastic venues for them what what a spectacle of a tournament i think uh, everyone can say that it's been um an interesting outing in for all the african nations it's been a tournament we've waited for a year after it's supposed to have been played but what a fantastic fantastic um tournament unfortunately for the big dogs for the big guys uh, well they crashed out quite early they didn't live up to the um lofty standards that we hope to see especially the likes of algeria and um ghana nigeria started looking fresh looking bright uh well the 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 light seemed to dim at the end of the tunnel we plunged into outer darkness the nigerian uh, football team against um, tunisia just a momentary lapse in judgment and that was the end of the tournament for nigeria well what a spectacle for tunisia equatorial guinea you know uh, Burkina Faso, fantastic, fantastic teams. I know all these nations will really be proud of what their their players have gone out to do and how they've represented them as um uh as a nation. But I I have to look at the officiating in, in the tournament. I think um in certain games the officiating were were quite poor. You know uh we had, we saw a notion of red cards. You know we saw needless needless um um tackles we saw lack of discipline on, on the sides of certain players certain coaches i think even the semi-final game cameroon against um egypt the the coach of egypt was sent off the the technical area you know trying to fight with a referee you know these are things that doesn't do the african um, continent um, well you know it's a it's a competition we know that we are all passionate we want to win but the way we carry ourselves and, and the way we project ourselves uh, really, really matters. I think um, one of the most bizarre uh, uh, events that happened during the tournament was uh, the game where the final whistle was blown before the 90th minute. The, the official 90 minutes weren't even up yet and uh, the, the, the whistle was was blown a very 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 uh, poor officiating in that in that in that stead uh, uh very 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 poor i think almost 35 minutes after the game had been called off it had to be called back again for the game to be re replayed so to say very very poor but what what is it happens even in europe it happened in la liga about two seasons ago uh, a game with sevilla so it, it happens so i just think um these are things we need to Work on as the African in, in in the African continent in the African game, you know, proper officiating and and how we look after our stadiums, our facilities. Uh, there were uh, scenarios of of stampede. I think in in Garua there were, were were scenarios of stampede. I think these are the things that the African um the Confederation for African Football needs to um work on to ensure that 
African football grows to um, the lofty standards that we all hope that it can get to. Well, that is that for the African Cup of Nations. And let's see what uh, Senegal and Egypt have for us. This is a messy side, Davi, but it's not within Liverpool and Everton. It's Sadio Mane versus uh, uh, Mohamed Salah. Let's see the best man wins. Let's see what happens come the end of 90 minutes or 120 minutes on Sunday. Well, looking at Europe and looking at what's been happening in the world of football, the transfer window, we just off the transfer window. What a fanatic end to the transfer window. The big boys of the transfer window obviously would have to be Aston Villa, Newcastle and Football Club Barcelona. What a window for these guys. What a fantastic, fantastic way to do business, especially from um, the perspectives of um, Joan Laporta, Alemani and Football Club Barcelona. Well, looking at um, Aston Villa, they started the window with the likes of Philippe Coutinho coming into the ranks. Uh, they got Luca Dean from um, Everton. Fantastic, fantastic signings. They got Colin Chambers from Arsenal. You know, they're trying to build a formidable team to see how they can push uh, their way up and end the season in very, very high um, positions. And let's see, nothing is impossible. Let's see how far... Well, they can go. Steven Gerrard really, really looking to build something there at Villa Park. He's looking to galvanize that team into a, uh, a mean uh, winning machine. Let, let, let's see what Aston Villa can do. Let's see how they can grow from this season and beyond. You know, uh, they've always been, or a couple of seasons ago, they were in the relegation battle fighting for their place in the Premier League. Let's see if they'll be looking to move beyond that Um being a team that fights for relegation into being a team that wants to play in Europe, be it in the Conference League or the the UEFA Europa League. Let's see what Steven Gerrard has for the uh, the Villa fans. Uh, looking at Newcastle, you know, really fighting to save their their lives this season. Currently bottom, uh, they are looking to grow, uh, looking to build a team to survive. I think um, Westwood was a great transfer. They spent some money here and there, you know, got burned back from Brighton. You know, it's, it's, it's a local at Newcastle. Fantastic, fantastic signing for them. Let's see what Eddie Howe can do and let's see how Newcastle can fight and fight and keep their place in the Premier League. Actually, the relegation battle this season is going to be an absolute cracker. It's going to be a battle till the last. We have teams like Burnley being pulled in. We have teams like Leeds being pulled in. You know, Everton are just, are just on uh, the fringe of being dragged into the relegation battle. But Everton also what a fantastic um, transfer window, you know, changing the coach Frank Lampard from Derby County to Chelsea now is an Evertonian. Let's see what he can do. And it didn't just come alone. He came with Ashley Cole and one of the English prospects in the name of Dele Alli from um, Tottenham. His, his Tottenham career has finally come to an end. Uh, Antonio Conte pushed him out. And right now is an Evertonian playing uh, with um, Frank Lampard alongside another United one, uh, Donny van der Beek. Uh, Donny van der Beek came to Manchester United on that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's found it very, very difficult to, you know, to have playing time to understand the team, to find his bearings and to really, really um, play to the lofty standards that we know that he can play and that we've seen him play over, over. Um, the past that we've seen him play, so it's been it's been a very very difficult time for him at United. Well, what we hope to see 
the 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 Van der Beek we saw at Ajax at Everton. Let's see what can happen. Uh, Rafa Benitez had a very, very horrid time uh, at Goodison Park. But right now, it's Frank Lampard. The, 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 the owner is behind him. The board is behind him. The fans have to be behind him right now. And let's see what he can do come the end of the season for Everton. Uh, moving to um, Spain, FC Barcelona. Well, Barcelona started the season losing top players. Um, they lost the their biggest ever player, their franchise player, another person than Lionel Messi. Uh, they had um, Sergio Kun Aguero coming. They had a couple of players coming, but it's been a different, different outlook. Six months after that time, Football Club Barcelona, fifty-five million Ferran Torres. They got Adama Traore on loan with an option to buy for thirty million. They got Pere Emerick Aubameyang from Arsenal on a free transfer absolute robbery uh fantastic fantastic in in in, in the aspect of football club barcelona but it, it poses a question for arsenal fans what what is the way forward you know from an arsenal perspective uh they get to save 25 million because his contract was terminated he had 18 months left on his contract but since the contract has been terminated arsenal get to save 25 million but arsenal don't have a top striker, so to say, because what they have is Eddie Nketiah and Alexander Lacazette. Till the end of the season, you know, it's a very slim, very, very slim squad. And Arsenal are looking to get into the Champions League spots. You know, they are, they are really pushing for it this year. But I think um, losing someone like Pere Emerick Aubameyang is really, really going to do them no good come the end of the season. It's really not going to do them any good. I think if they have injury um crisis in the attacking or in the midfield section of the team they are really really gonna suffer for it but what a transfer for barcelona getting per emerick obamian you know per emerick obamian is one of the highest scoring attackers we have right now and the last three seasons is being top you know for someone to be consistently you know scoring goals and having top figures in the premier league you know he won a golden boot in 2019 2018 2019 season that's that that is a phenomenal feat for any striker to go to the premier league and win the golden boot is not an easy task and he's done that with an arsenal team no disrespect to the arsenal team but i think playing for a team like barcelona and the prospects that they have and and you know the quality that they play I think it's just going to be a phenomenal signing for them. I think it's going to do them a whole lot of good. You know, Adama Traore also, we've seen him in, in, in Wolverhampton Wanderers, a fantastic, fantastic player. Well, he has his lapses. He's not really performed well this season. But I think uh, once he's able to work on his final decision-making in terms of his final pass, his final shot, you know, what he does in the final minute, I think that's that's the major part of his game that is lacking. But... You know, is 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 a runner, is athletic, is physically is fit. That those are the things that Barca need. You know, they also got Dani Alves into the line. Four players, you know, for Football Club Barcelona. What a fantastic team they're having. Ferran Torres, an amazing player at Valencia. Pep Guardiola also made him into another fantastic, fantastic player at City. So I think Barca have a myriad of attacking options right now. You know, it's all about Xavi right now sitting. Uh, taking a seat and looking at what is the best way to attack. How do we move right now? 
um, six months ago, Barca weren't winning games because they didn't have enough quality. Yet the younger players came in, they gave their best, they played their hearts out, and I and I say and I say kudos to them. They've been fantastic. But right now, Barca have some senior players in the team, some players with experience. You know, Aubameyang has played in the Champions League, he's played in the Europa League, he's been in the Premier League, he's been in the Bundesliga. You know, he's, he's been there, he's done that, he's been amongst, you know, the, the big names. So he's someone that if he gets his game running, it will be phenomenal for Barca. Let's see uh, Adama Traore, how he fits into the team. Ferran Torres already uh, scored his first goal in his second game in Barcelona. So I, I think these guys coming into the in, into the fold will give Barca the ingredients to go forward and capture what is an almost lost season. Um, you know, they still have the likes of uh, Memphis Depay, a, a Ansu Fati. I think I think this will help the players like Ansu Fati, you know, take away the pressure of him being um the next Messi, so to say, him being the player that carries the 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 bulk of, of the team on on his shoulders. I, I think that has been one of the major um factors behind his um relapse and injuries. Injuries, you know, he's trying to to pull the team. He's trying to carry the weight of the team on his shoulders. But I think you know, getting someone like Pemric Aubameyang, getting these players in, it kind of like they kind of like take the burden off him right now. Everyone will be looking to someone like Pemric Aubameyang to lead. The attack, you know, I think this would also help someone like Memphis Depay. You know, there's another senior player. You can always do that. That weight of of ex that weight that weight of expectation from the fans is also taken away. You know, Adama Traore. Right, yeah, there's a lot of dynamism right now in the attack for Barca. I just think all they have to do is find a way to connect the midfield with the attack. It's not just about Stringing a million passes and not hitting the and not having a single shot on target nor hitting the post. So right now they have to find the best way to play these players. I think Xavi wants to play Pierre Aubameyang as a number nine, but I think it'll be better on the on 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 the left wing. But I, I'm not the coach. What do I know? Um, Xavi knows best. I think they just have to find a way to get these players playing at their very best, and it will be a fantastic, fantastic season for uh Barcelona let's see the the UEFA Europa League is coming up they have uh they face Napoli in Naples so let's see what they can do let's see if Pemric Aubameyang and Adama Traore will get some playing time ahead of that fixture uh, uh at the Camp Nou before they go for the return leg in Naples uh for Barcelona they face Atletico Madrid which is a strong, strong test this weekend on Sunday. And also next weekend, they face Valencia. Two very, very difficult games. But I think with the, with the squad that they have now, they can really, really take it to those teams. And a win at the Camp Nou against Atletico Madrid will definitely secure Barca in top four positions. Let's see what, uh, what happens come the end of 90 uh, minutes. Still on the transfer talk, still looking at what went down throughout the winter or January transfer if you like um Spurs trying so hard to get players in they tried so hard um Adama Traore was to go to Spurs but he took a pay cut to go to Barca you know it says a lot about the team it says a lot about how um players view the team how would um you want to pay a player more but he goes to it takes a pay cut to go play elsewhere you know the the team has become undesirable players really don't want to come but they, what 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 is silver lining to to the end of their transfer window you know 
uh Dejan Kuluskevsky comes into the line and uh you have the likes of Benton Core, you know, playing with Uruguay, fantastic uh, uh holding me through the these players can really, really come together and help um you know Antonio Conte galvanize his team and give them a final push to the end of the season. But I think I think for one, I think Spurs don't have what it takes um to go far this season. That I think that team cannot compete at the highest level. Well Human Song is back after their after his international break with South Korea. They are already qualified for the World Cup. But I think I don't I don't think they have what it takes to really really compete against the big boys this season. I'm looking at Manchester United. Uh Anthony Martial left for Sevilla. Uh Donny van der Beek left for um Everton. I think um then the the Mason Greenwood um issue well, what uh, what can we say about that? I think uh, at at every level of society, violence of of any nature is is frowned upon, and I think uh, United have taken their stance that he would neither play nor train uh, with the team until further notice. But I think um, United need to come to a point whereby they have um, a template for how they want to attack the future, because I think um, over the years the argument has been that. The team just needed uh, a right winger. They, uh, that, that's all. That, that that was the missing piece, you know, for like the last two, three seasons. That's what United fans, you know, pundits have been saying. Oh, Manchester United just need uh, a right-sided uh, a winger. And the, the the man on everyone's lips was um, J, uh, was um, Sancho. And Sancho has come into the line right now and has struggled to really um, give any sort of... Uh, fantastic performances we've seen bits and pieces of what he can do but Manchester United are no way beyond where they've been all this while I don't see them being tied to contenders I don't see them even in the top four if they don't sit up Manchester United might not finish in the top four so I think they really really have to dig down and look up and develop a system that works for them a system that that not it's not just well, we 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 are looking to rebuild um the Alex Ferguson days the Alex Ferguson era I think the Alex Ferguson era is, is is come and it's gone so I think Manchester United have to find a blank canvas and look ahead as to what could be not what was I think they 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 really need to sit down and find out what works this four two 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 system has not really been. Um, the best for them, I think yeah, they, they just want to play all the attacking players at the same time. You want to have Ronaldo in, you want to have Cavani in, you want to have Rashford, you want to have um, Sancho, and then you're playing McFred. I think these are the things that, these things don't speak well of the team. It, it doesn't show uh, tactical brilliance from the side of the manager. I think he's just trying to play all the quality he has, and at the end of the day, expects that um quality will turn up at the end of the day probably Cristiano Ronaldo scores a screamer a penalty you know Cavani does something Bruno Fernandes does something Sancho does something you know he's just leaving the team to um to just be hopeful but I, I think um they need to find a system you know look at the likes of Manchester City Chelsea uh, uh and Liverpool these are the these are the high flyers of the season and they have a system they have a structure that really really works for them let's see how the end of the season is going to be for manchester united it's been a fantastic window um chelsea were linked with osman dembele but according to reports that we're, we're hearing from um barca was that dembele was never going to go to chelsea 
I think Chelsea also need to offload some players and get some fresh players, get some fresh legs in. And there are players that are not giving Chelsea anything right now. You know, there's been an injury um, crisis towards the end of, of last year affected Chelsea's performances. They have a lot of depth, but are, are the substitute of the same quality as the starting players, you know. Hudson Odoi with some very, very poor performances, you know, bits and pieces, bits and pieces. We They need to let some go and get some other quality players in, not just load the squad up with a lot of players and people are not giving. I, I see no reason why the likes of Saoni Guess is still in Chelsea. He doesn't play, he doesn't add anything to the team. So I, I, I don't understand why Chelsea is still, Chelsea still keep hold of the player. You know, just, just let him go, get reasonable and useful players into your squad and let's see how they can challenge uh, Manchester City and Liverpool for the title. Uh, I think that's all we have for uh, the transfer window. Right here on the show right now, it's all about the weekend's action, looking at the FA Cup and the Spanish La Liga. You know, we were looking at uh, Manchester United starting off with Middlesbrough on Friday. Let's see how Manchester United attack this one. Everyone thinks uh, Manchester United are going to win the day. Well, let's see. Uh, football shows us time and time again that nothing is certain until the final whistle is blown. Let's see what... Uh, the Red Devils and Cristiano Ronaldo has to offer in the FA Cup. Um, Spurs against Brighton. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers against Norwich City. Norwich City looking like a well-oiled machine under um, Dean Smith. Let's see how they can also conjure up victory on the day. Manchester City, the hottest team in the land against Fulham. That could, as well, that could also be uh, a Premier League fixture come next season. Um, Fulham are looking very, very good in the EFL Championship this season. Everton against Brentford. Um, that is Frank Lampard's first game against a very, very difficult um, Brentford side. They've been very, very fantastic. Um, Kevin Frank has done a fantastic job with these guys. You know, Pinock, you know, Ivan Tony and Pemo. They play very, very, very interesting football. Canios, fantastic players in Brentford. Brentford. Uh, any day you play Brentford, you know that you're playing a very, very difficult side to break down. Uh, Chelsea against Plymouth. Well, I think that's about dusted right there. Chelsea will probably be the big dogs at the end of the day. But like I said, football has its ways of uh, showing us uh, its different um, side. Liverpool against Cardiff City and Leicester against Nottingham Forest wraps up the FA Cup action for this weekend, uh, moving over to Spain in the Spanish La Liga, it's a galore of mouth-watering fixtures. Top, 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 top teams playing. Uh, top, 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 top teams playing to, um, over the weekend. You know, Valencia against Real Sociedad. That's a very tough game. Uh, Sevilla against Osasuna. Then it's Barcelona against Atletico Madrid. Uh, that, that is a battle for who will be top four 
come the end of the match day week um football club barcelona have been out of the top four for quite some time now uh with the new recruitments that they have i think atletico madrid also have um recruitments but i think um atletico madrid have more than they need i think diego simeone is in over his head he has so much so much uh options that to select his best possible um, lineup has been a difficulty for him. I do not expect um, Atletico Madrid to be, be where they are with the quality of players that they have, with the caliber of players that they have within their lines. I expected uh, Atletico Madrid to do better. It's um, Betis against Villarreal and Real Madrid against Granada. Let's see what happens. All these actions and more to come over the weeks, you know, uh, more Premier League, more La Liga games. Uh, Real Madrid was also knocked out in the Copa del Rey and Barcelona by Athletic Club Bilbao. What a fantastic achievement for them. Also, looking at the UEFA Champions League, looking at the Europa League, the Conference League, uh, February is always, always an interesting month of football and it's been time out this week. And that's it for today's show. It's been a fantastic time discussing football. Uh, like I always say, football with friends is better than football alone. Uh, if you really enjoyed the episode today, you can always, always share with your friends. You can always um, help us repost uh, the, the episodes on all your social media platforms. You can always reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at LR with Rosaviews one word. You can check the link in the description of the episode. And you can always, always listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Well, stay safe. Let's see you again next time on the show.